Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, it is that time of day again at 10.30 where we catch up with all the latest in harness racing action with the maestro himself, Fred Hastings. G'day. G'day to you, Grant. Yeah, what a week it's been in harness racing. Of course, uh, before we start the show, it would be uh, certainly remiss if we didn't make mention of the incredible performance of Just Believe uh, uh, well, in the early hours of this morning at six, uh, about 6.45. It raced in a Group 1 race uh, and uh, in uh, a place called Bowden in Sweden. And uh, the horse, trained, of course, by Jess Tarbs, Greg Sugars, they went across for the Elite Loppet a couple of weeks ago and they stuck on uh, and they've been racing over there. They ran a placing uh, last week, but this week it was a Group 1 and a man who is no stranger to Australian harness racing fans, uh, Harry Cheadle, he's often referred to as the Swedish trots caller. Uh, we're going to replay the back end of the race. And as you'll hear, he really only had eyes for one horse. And it wasn't the, uh, the champion of Europe. Uh, it was the Aussie horse. Let's have a listen, courtesy of Trots Vision and ATG. But have a look at Just Believe. I can't believe what I'm seeing. He's coming forward on the outside. He's challenging Francesco Zett, the all-time champion here in Sweden. They come for home. He's still there. One, Francesco Zett on the outside. Five, Just Believe. Come on, Australia. Come on. Give it to us. And it's Greg Sugars. He's got to get second. What a great race. That's the best one to watch is five. Just Believe. One five seven, fantastic Australia! I hope you're cheering. You got a champion, but Francesco's in. <laughs> Great call, isn't it, Fred? I love it. Uh, look, many people would recall several years ago a bit of uh, yeah, fun banter he uh, was giving it to uh, the Australian horses and saying we were were no good. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have any decent horses, and uh, uh, just believe went over there and has flown the flag so well for Australia and for. For Jess and Greg, and uh, well done to them. Uh, ran second, and uh, no doubt about it, uh, um, Harry sort of his call made it. But that was a little uh, a little bit of uh, Harry Chudle, a Swedish trots caller, pay, paying homage to uh, Just Believe. On the local front, Grant, yesterday, uh, last night at Menangle, we had some very good racing. Cam Hart, uh, he was able to pick up three wins, which is nothing unusual at a Metro meeting. Uh, he, of course, won with uh, Romany, who did a good job from the outside draw. My ultimate Chevron won at a nose, beating Jack Trainer's horse so much more. Um, and then uh, his other win came in the shape of Far Out Bro in the last for Adam Regari. So a big night for Cam. It was also a big night for the man I mentioned just a moment ago, Jack Trainer. He was beating a nose. Uh, in a race, it could easily have been a case of uh, four wins for Jackie. Had to be content with a treble. Uh, the feature race last night was the Yamamoto Trotters Mile, and Jack Trainer driving hot to trot was able to get it to trot all the way. Down the side, Hot to Trot leads one overall. Majestic Trio, what's up Majestic? And then came on the outside Leaf Stride, followed by Regal Attire. But Hot to Trot travelling OK, 28 for the quarter. Rounds the turn and looks to fend off one overall and making a good fist of it too. And then came what's up Majestic, about to ease to the outside of this leader. The leader is Hot to Trot, giving chase now on the outside with a pretty fair claim is what's up Majestic. It's coming with a good run. The leader is Hot to Trot inch by inch what's up Majestic's wearing it down what's up Majestic levels up on the outside oh gee the other one's kicked back not much in it hot to trot what's up Majestic third maybe Majestic trio.
Yeah, a big effort there by uh, Hot to Trot and uh, trained uh, overseas at New Zealand by Mark Jones, but now in the camp, Jack Trainer. It's a job that Jack's done so well over so many uh, uh, years with uh, horses that have sort of come in and he's taken charge of them, and Hot to Trot fits that category. And Jack, congratulations on winning uh, a decent race last night. The horse put it all together. Yeah, thanks very much, Freddie. Um, obviously, yeah, he did put it all together for his third start under Akira over here and um yeah it's promising moving into a to the Brisbane Carnival. It was sort of a race with his form not being as good as it probably should be. It was a race that we sort of ne- needed to go a good race if not win to be um to get into these races into the Brisbane Carnival and luckily enough he went well and uh now we should have no problems getting in. Fair to say mobile racing is more his go. Yeah, absolutely. He, um Mark Jones told me when he came over that he was um, terrible from the stand and that he pretty much just he had eight goes and never gone away once. And I thought, well, we might as well just try him over here. They'd run the tapes a bit different over here and find out for mm-hmm. ourselves. And uh, yeah, he wasn't wrong. He was he was awful. So he'll forever now just race in uh, mobiles only. He's mobile only. Good on you, Jack. Yeah, it was, it was a good effort. It was a, a terrific uh, race. What's up, Majestic? Really pushed you all the way up the straight. And uh, I mentioned you were beating the nose in an earlier race. I guess what goes around comes around. You got the judge's verdict in this uh, race by a nose, but uh, he just looked nice and calm under a bit of pressure, hot to trot. Yeah, he did. He did free, and he he done well to sort of um, hold what's up, Majestic off. It's obviously a really nice horse in its own right, and he felt really good just trotting out the whole mile, and yeah, he really sort of stuck his head head out and didn't want to let uh, what's up, Majestic past him. And yeah, luckily enough, maybe one or two strides after the line, he'd had enough, but. Uh, where it counted, he had the nose in front. Absolutely. Now, it was a big night for you, as I mentioned. You uh, you drove hot to trot, but you also trained uh, a couple of winners and a couple of place getters. I want to touch firstly on, I know she's a stable favourite, BK Swy. Um, just the class of race, she had to draw the outside, but I thought she really knuckled down the last bit, and it was the BK Swy of old. Yeah, that's right. She is a stable favourite. Myself and all the staff just absolutely love her. And, um, yeah, she's been great to our stable. She really goes a bad race. It might only be just the race, her racing pattern that where she's really out of a check. But, um, yeah, she went really well. She was well graded, obviously. Um, but in turn, she caught the outside draw. So it's hard to be confident that she'll just turn up and win. But we knew she was back in really good form. And uh, much like Hot Detroit, she's put a, sort of put her hand up in that race that she'll be on the truck going to Brisbane tomorrow morning as well. Just going to say, she went to Brisbane last year. She's she's going back this year. Yeah, she is. Last year we sort of put her in. She was in good form, but um, we never got gained a run in the bigger races. She was first in urgency, so it was a bit of a disaster of a trip. Where mm. this year she seems to be racing a lot more consistent. And although she'll know she's alive against some of these better mares that are going to Brisbane, she's just always that little knockout hope that if some of them do too much work and she gets the right run. She's um, She has got great speed and she follows pace well. So, uh, yeah, we'll probably try and put place her in a couple of the mares races um, like Redcliffe next Saturday and, and some of the lesser mares races there in between to try and avoid some of the better ones. And hopefully her form's good enough that she might make the big dance while she's up there as well. Certainly one of the better ones you refer to is one you train, Brave You, Kelly. She's had two goes back. She... Uh, had to do it really tough uh, first up, and then last night uh, again she uh, she had to do a, a little bit of work. Uh, she's uh, racing those you know, open class horses, and she stuck on well. She was beaten about five metres. Um, 
she must be pleasing you the way she's come back. And, of course, we're talking about a horse who won the QE2 and gained a miracle mile start this year. Yeah, she, she's racing um, great, Bravey Kelly. I couldn't be happy with how she's racing. She's just been unfortunate. The couple of runs that she's had this time in are not exactly how we would have liked to have started off her campaign. Um, the first start took us by surprise in that race that she ended up getting caught part there. We were all sort of shocked that the way that that race was run. And obviously last night we sort of knew we were up against it from the draw. And both me and Cam were just decided that we were just going to drive her um, cold and just let her hit the line. And uh, yeah, as it turned out, it looked like there was going to be a little bit of a running line there. And, and Cam had drove her a treat early to get her into a nice spot. And 50 metres later, everything had found the fence inside her and um, she just sort of got caught out there. But Cam still looked after her under the circumstances. He, d- he didn't push the issue. He just sat back and, uh, you know, in a 20, mid-26 and a half quarter, so it was probably mathematically impossible for her to win the race. Mm. And just the way he looked after her up the straight, she was obviously doing her best to win, but um, she didn't get knocked around and she's pulled up great. So although it's um, had a couple of harder runs than I would have, have really liked these first couple of starts, there's a fair bit of time now between her next start in Queensland, about three weeks. Um, whether or not she has just a quiet trial in between, just to have a look at Albion Park before we go to these feature mares races. But yeah, it takes a bit more than that to keep her down. She's pulled up great this morning, and obviously she's probably the main horse of my stable. That's uh, with the reason we're going up this year. Mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. You won on uh, it race number seven. Uh, I thought its performance was uh, was pretty strong. Uh, it wasn't a bad run. Put the writing on the wall uh, the week before, but uh, last night it all come together. Again, uh, you're able to stave off Lockheel and, and Dad and Dave, and uh, a horse that's got a little bit of upscope. You've had the horse for a few runs now. Mick, uh, Mick Hawk uh, owns the horse, uh, formerly trained it, but uh, uh, going all right. It'll pick off a few races down here, no doubt. Yeah, that's right. He, he had a great trip last night, and um, obviously I've just given him the one start last week where he run third or fourth feet in the head and the head, and... He did seem to have trained on a bit since then, and um, obviously when you first get them in your stable, you're still trying to work them mm. out what way suits suits them, and you know all the, along those lines. And I think we've now worked him out pretty quick. And yeah, he's only still a low enough rated horse where he can race in that same sort of a grade over the coming weeks, and he'll just stay here. And hopefully, while some of the better ones that are away, it might be his turn to make some good money and, and run some good races. So he'd definitely be around the, around the money for the next few starts. Another horse you're having real good success with, I think, is uh, the horse that was beaten and known, as I mentioned, it so much more. Uh, young Jack Brown drove it a treat last week, and um, the horse just seems to be, to be, you know, picking off races here and there and earning money. Another one who's going to be, I think, I guess, a bit of a bread-and-butter horse for you uh, through the winter, Jack. Yeah, that's right, Freddie. He's, um, he, he, you'd love to own him. He's just very consistent. He, he really goes a bad race. He's got good speed also, and He's just in that grade where he's super competitive and, as you said, he'll just be a nice bread and butter horse for the connections. Uh, he'll also stay here over the winter time, and, yeah, while he's, whilst he's racing in that up to 80 grades, um, there's no reason why he can't keep going good competitive racing. Mm. Now, you've driven some mighty horses uh, in your career. Uh, we've touched on Bravier Kelly. You've driven Stylish Memphis and, and so many more, but... Seriously, the ride that Heaven on High is taking. She's, you know, he, he's really making you as a driver, isn't he, Heaven on High? Uh, I was nothing before I got on Heaven on High, Freddie, and um, I'm happy to tell you that. I'm going to tell the owners what they want to hear, but no, he's doing a great job. I'm sure Blake will be happy to see me get on the um, get on the bus tomorrow and, and head up to Brisbane. He can have him for a 
four or five weeks, but he's under stricter instructions. The minute I get back, he's off. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, mate. Yeah, no, a bit of tongue-in-cheek there. Um, for those who don't know, a horse that I've got a very tiny, tiny share in uh, heaven on high has been going so well. It's won five races, and the man I'm talking to has driven him in all five wins. Um, but uh, we all know how good Jack was before before Heaven on High uh, arrived in Australia. Mate, you're having a great run again. I, I was having a look at a stat um, just a, a little earlier in relation to your training performance. You're virtually one in two horses uh, earn prize money, run one, two, three. So your horses are being turned out in fine fettle when you're training them. Uh, it's something you've sort of got into in the last couple of years, of course, but uh, it must be pleasing you to know that you know 48% of the time, uh, through your career, when you've turned a horse out at the races, it's uh, you know earned a, earned a top three finish. That's uh, a good way to start your training career. Yeah, that's right, Freddie. Obviously, yeah, that, that's um, it's very rewarding when you hear something like that. And uh, obviously, as people know, it's not a one man band. I've got a great team behind me, um, which obviously allow me to be able to travel with horses and that, like I am tomorrow. And I have a lot of great owners that. Uh, landed some pretty nice horses on my lap and you know it all it all just intertwines we only do a small stable a small enough stable so that we can make sure that we dot our i's and cross our t's and take a bit of pride in our results so yeah to hear that it's um we must be doing something right yeah and just for the record uh, in the driving ranks as far as uh uh the current season 49 percent of the time you jump in the uh, bike you're earning one two three so you're becoming the punter's pal Jack, and uh, no doubt we wish you well and hope that continues as you sojourn to Queensland for the next five, six weeks. Uh, have a good time up there. Get around safe and uh, and drive lots of winners. Thanks very much, Freddie. Appreciate it. Good on you. There he is, Green, Jack Trainer. Uh, you know, we always talk about the, the young guns in the sport, and Jack certainly fits that bill. And that's an incredible stat when you consider, uh, you know, he's only been training a couple of years, but nearly half the time he sticks a horse in a race or horses in races, he's earning uh, top three finishes uh, 49%, 48% of the time. It's a, it's a pretty telling stat that tells you, as he said, they're doing something right. If you're letting him drive yours, mate, that's all the all the leg up I need. I, I get no say. Let I know, yeah, sure. The hair on the, the, hair on the <laughs> tail that I own, I get no say in, you know. Um, the, only, the only thing I'd say is uh, don't let me loose on him. But. Even if you own only a hair on the tail, the joy of victory is the same, right? Oh, absolutely. It's 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 all relative, and it doesn't matter whether you own five percent, fifty percent, or a hundred percent of a horse. At the end of the day, just that thrill of winning uh, it surpasses uh, just so much. So. Um, you know, uh, anyone thinking about getting into harness racing and, uh, and and having a share on a horse, you don't need to lay out ridiculous amounts of money. Um, and, you know, the thrill of uh, a win, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a national ratings 47 at, uh, uh, you know, at, say, Bathurst or, a, or a, you know, 120 free-for-all at, at an angle, it's still, uh, the, the thrill is still the same. Well, hopefully those thrills continue long into the future, Mr Hastings. Thank you for your Let's time hope. on this Sunday morning. Cheers. All the best. Thanks, Grant.